Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of The Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Divorced Women's Guide podcast. How are you doing today? Oh my goodness, it is that time of year. It is the holiday season. And oh my goodness, I know that each and every one of you guys knows all too well that the holidays can be and tends to be most years stressful, but also exciting, not just for us, but also for our children. And those of us who are going through separation or divorce, we have some added struggles that come on top of that for this particular time of year. And that is because our kids are going back and forth between two parents' homes. And I've been doing this for five years now. And I can tell you guys that every single year, there are a lot of emotions that go on, not just myself, but also my children have their own emotions and they tend to overwhelm us and our children. And this type of emotion, right? This, it's almost like it feels like a tension affects us in a very real way. And what I have seen with myself, with my clients is that every year we tend to agonize over the holidays and what they're gonna look like. And this even happens with people who have been divorced for a couple of years or who have been separated for a couple of years that they continue to struggle with this as well. And at the end of the day, the common theme is really around feeling a loss. And when I ask questions around, well, what do you have in mind or what are you thinking about doing this year, either if you do have or you don't have your kids, what tends to end up happening is that people, especially the first year of separation or divorce, you don't have a clear playbook on how the holidays are going to look. You haven't figured out how you're going to manage your emotions or even just the logistics around the holidays. And I get it, it's overwhelming as it is. And now you are facing the fact that our family unit, as we thought it looked, has disintegrated. It has been torn apart. And the ways that we used to celebrate are no longer the same. And I know how devastating those changes can be. Uh, you know, we used to celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas with my ex-husband's entire family, my parents would come down and we would celebrate with his. And I'll never forget that first year where I had the kids for Thanksgiving. He had them for Christmas. And it was such a hard year because for the first time we did something different. And we can look at the holidays as a way to tear us apart, or we can look at it as a blank slate, as an opportunity for us to really think about doing something different. And while I know that it's really hard to do that, uh, what exacerbates it is when you are thinking about 
what you used to do instead of focusing on the things that you get to do instead. And so when you're focusing on what you're not getting to do this year, what ends up happening is that you're creating more of those feelings of loss or betrayal or sadness. And it, it is not helpful to you during this time of year because it's already hard, right? But when we're thinking about the losses, it really exacerbates things. And let me tell you from firsthand experience, okay, the first holiday season is the hardest, okay? The year after your separation and or divorce is the hardest. And I can tell you from my own experience that there are ways for you to navigate this. There are possibilities that are available to you to experience the gratitude and the joy that comes with the holidays. And I wanna share with you guys a couple of tips, uh, five to be exact, that I wanna share with you guys today. And the first tip is that you get to focus on what is best for your kids, okay? And what does that mean? It means, and I know that this can be hard for some of you guys, but it means putting aside your feelings towards your former spouse, okay? And I know how hard this gets to be. I know how difficult it is for a lot of us. And that is also why I always suggest that you make sure that you have emotional support, right? Either talking to friends, having a divorce group, even your own therapist, right? You get to have your emotions and you get to feel whatever comes up. However, it's not a good idea to share any of that information or to put any of that on our children, right? They can feel it. They can sense it. And remember that your kids know that they're a part of both of you. And so they still want to enjoy their time with their other parent and they want to be able to enjoy time with you as well. And so I know that each and every one of you guys really wants your kids to have a really great holiday, even though they may be having their own emotions about it. And you know that their well-being is so much more important and valuable than whatever your negative emotions are towards your former spouse. And I will tell you that I know that it's hard. It will get easier over time, okay? And ensuring that you are saying and doing what is in their best interest will also help them to adjust to this new tradition around the holidays. Tip number two is to have a clear plan, okay? So this is why when you're going through your divorce that it is so incredibly important to spell out custody for the holidays. Now, I have an arrangement where it's based on even and odd years. So you get to discuss what the holidays will look like, including what days the kids spend with each parent, how and where you pick up and drop off. And for the sake of your kids, you guys, coordination and clarity is incredibly important. And it's important for your kids because they want to know what the holidays will look like. Kids thrive in consistency, they thrive in security, and they want to know the plan. If your kids are anything like my sons, they need to know the itinerary, they need to know the agenda, the times, who's picking up who, when, why, where, right? It's really important that our kids know what to expect. And the reason it's so important is because they're going to do better emotionally when they have information. Information to them feels empowering. So you want to make sure that you are 
allowing them to have their own experience with the other parent. So that means, you know, encouraging them to have fun if that is what they're choosing to have when they're with the other parent. And you want to make sure that they're also enjoying time with you, right? So they get to enjoy spending time with the both of you. This isn't a competition. And so many times we, we see the holidays through that lens and that's not what this gets to look like. So the next tip is to go easy on questions when you get them back. I mean, how many of you guys are like chomping at the bit to just inundate your kids with, so how was is, how is dinner? What did you eat? Who was there, right? Okay, so you guys, you, you gotta prevent yourself from going down that path. And I know that it's hard because we just, we wanna know. But the first thing that's so incredibly important is just to welcome them back in your home with open arms. Don't inundate them and bombard them with questions about the experience that they had with their other parent. Let them tell you about their experience and what they did. And I encourage each and every one of you guys to listen from a lens of love, listen from the eyes of your child instead of through your own, because if you're listening through your own eyes, through your own lens, then you're going to be coming at it from a place of judgment. So if you are prepared to be positive and supportive and to hold space and love for your children, then definitely ask about the holidays. But if you know better, then, you know, just let your kids share what they want, ask them what their experience was and leave it at that. Okay. And my last piece of advice we don't afford ourselves this enough is to give ourselves grace. And part of that is inclusive of having patience. The loss of the idea of the family we had is so painful for everybody, okay? Even for the person who initiated the separation. And I know that over time that you guys will come up with new traditions and maintaining some old ones that perhaps get to look a little bit different. You know, I, I want to share with you guys, you know, my kids don't eat turkey. <laughs> they never have. And so on the Thanksgiving that I get to do with my kids is we, I make prime rib. I make prime rib. I still make mashed potatoes. I make gluten-free cornbread. My kids do not like string beans. So I usually make broccoli or asparagus and we still have family dinner. And even this year, I don't have my kids this year, but we do Thanksgiving on the Tuesday before, and then they go get to have another Thanksgiving with their dad. And so I want to ask you guys, you know, share with me, like write me an email and tell me like, what are some old traditions that you're looking to keep alive? And what are some new ones that you have created? I find that it's so incredibly powerful to share what we're doing because we get new ideas, right? It sparks things within us. And I believe that there's still ways for you to ensure that old traditions stay, stay, stay part of what you get to do. And one of those old ones that we do is we go around the table and we talk about what it is that we're grateful for, what it is that we're thankful for this year. And so I'm inviting you guys to just stay rooted in what the holidays are intended to be about. It's about family. It's about connection. And it's totally okay that you're going to have emotional ups and downs, right? It's a roller coaster because perhaps you're still in that grieving process. So what I encourage you to do this holiday season is to really immerse yourself in what your new future 
in your new traditions get to look like instead of focusing in the rearview mirror and dwelling on, on your past experiences, be creative and think of new ways that you get to celebrate the holidays, right? Or maybe there's certain activities that you've always wanted to try, but you know your in-laws wouldn't let you or because you were traveling, something wasn't possible, right? Now is the time where you get to make these things happen and you get to do it without asking permission. So I'm sending you all so much love and light and joy this holiday season. Remember that you're not the only person going through this. So if you are struggling, get yourself into a group, make sure that you have support around you and get that plan together for yourself for the holidays so that you make sure that you're going to make it the best one that you've had yet. Okay, sending you all so much love, light, and joy. I hope that you guys have the happiest of holidays and enjoy this season. And I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Mwah. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this episode with someone you know or spread the word on social media. This is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life. And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time.